Time to talk more football. We welcome in now our guy, Alan Bell. You can catch him Monday through Friday on Sportsline. Alan. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I'll tell you what, I'll be doing great if the uh, we get over this 30 and a half. I love that. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah. When everybody else zigs, you zag. I like the over in this game, too. Didn't play it, though. I'm just on the Raiders, so hopefully we both win. Uh, let's actually hit on both of these teams really quickly. So you got the Jags. Their win total is six and a half. And then you have the Raiders, who I feel like there's really good value with the Raiders this year, not only to go over their win total, but to win the division. Which team would you prefer if you had to play a future would it be the Vegas Raiders, or would you go with the Jacksonville Jags, year two for Trevor Lawrence? The Jags, and I'll tell you why. Just because I think it's a more easily attainable number, I think that Doug Peterson is going to be not only a massive impact on Trevor Lawrence alone, which he is the franchise you know, right now as they rebuild, but two, all the damage done last year with Urban Meyer in that locker room, you couldn't have found a more perfect person than Doug Peterson. He is just an amazing human being. He's the sweetest dude that you're going to meet. You know, good football coach. Obviously, he's got a Super Bowl ring. But if you want somebody that's a positive influence, keeping people, you know, smiling, having like just having a good time, essentially, I think that they'll be somewhat of a Baltimore Orioles type feel. They're not going to be great. They're not going to be good. They're not going to be any of that. But they got a shot at getting six and a half. And this is nothing against the Raiders. But, dude, there's a lot of competition, not only in the AFC West, but the AFC as a whole. I'm curious, Alan, we were talking earlier to Sean Levine from 610 Sports Kansas City, and he made an interesting point. Why does everyone assume that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to regress? Is it just because they went to the postseason and made this Cinderella run and ended up in the Super Bowl? Or is there something going on there from an actual football personnel standpoint? No, I think it's just the odds of getting back. It's that difficult. Uh, you know, look, we always have the one moment where I bring up Tennessee, and I'll bring them up here. Two years ago, Tennessee's in the AFC Championship. Last year, they bounced first, right? I, I don't. They might make the playoffs, might not this year. Like I'm saying, it, it's that difficult to get back. That's why we have to appreciate these teams, like the Patriots during Tom Brady's run, like what the Chiefs have done, right, and a couple others. Like, look at the Green Bay Packers, and I hate to say it. My boy, I know it's tough, but like it is difficult to get to a conference championship game and then to a Super Bowl. So I'm not counting Cincinnati out, and it's certainly nothing in terms of the roster because they're going to be better than they were last year. That offensive line was horrible, right? But it's just that hard to get back, man. So then would you still take the Bengals to win the division at plus 180? Because there's a Probably. lot of people. Okay, keep going. Yeah, like. Yeah, no, no and, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tristan. Like, I, I, it's tough because, look, I don't think the Steelers are going to win the division. I don't think the Browns are going to win the division. So it comes down to who? The Bengals and the Ravens. Um, nothing negative against the Ravens. I don't super believe in them because they have their own issues in terms of when they're down. It's tough for them to come back in games. So, essentially, they have to play the same game 17 times. Um, yeah, like, at plus 180, I think it's a, I think it's a solid play. Uh, because you're essentially battling one other team, maybe two, but probably one other team. So, yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. Alan, are you buying into the hype with the Philadelphia Eagles? Everybody loves the Eagles this year. I just don't know what to do. Just I'm not touching anything in that division because i got to be honest, I'd probably go back to Dallas even though I do not like Mike McCarthy, especially as a Packers fan. I just I, I like the best quarterback in the division. That's still Dak Prescott. Yep, it is, and they're the best team in the division. And, uh, look, I yeah. – I'm not ne- again. I'm not negative on the Eagles, but I am not positive either. Like uh, I like Jalen Hurts, 
But there's a lot of things I do not like about Jalen Hurts at all, and it could get ugly. There's a lot of Kyler Murray in that to where when it's Mm -hmm. good, it's good. But when it's bad, buddy, like you are sending that food back and you're walking out because you know the food's not going to get better the second time around, right? So I'm with you, man. Like the Cowboys have the best defense in the division. They have the best quarterback in the division. Yeah, it's impossible for me to fade Dallas just because it would take a collapse from Dallas and also so far above Philly's ceiling for them to do it. Yeah, I'll fade him. Have you thought at all, Alan, about the MVP yet? And why it's going to be Justin Herbert. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, Herbert's going to put up some numbers, man. Like, so the tough part is this, is like, does he have to win the division to win MVP? What do you I think, think he does. I, I honestly do. And what worries yeah. me a little bit, man, is he has like probably the strongest arm in the NFL. And and they yeah. act like he's like Nick Foles out there. Like, can he push the ball down the field? Can we just uh, let him just air it out all year long? I, I'll go ahead and tell you. I, I'll go ahead and tell you who's going to win MVP. It's going to be Josh Allen. I think yeah. Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be phenomenal this year. I think this is their year. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think that we could be looking, you know, 15 weeks from right now and saying, Jesus, the Buffalo Bills are a monster because they got better on both sides of the ball. Like, they did not regress whatsoever. So, yeah, like, my vote would be Josh Allen because I think that they have the higher ceiling as a team. But, dude, Justin Herbert's going to put up numbers out there for sure. Alan, I hate having somebody on and saying, hey, I took the under on your team. I hate when people do it to me, even though I'd actually probably take the under on my own team because I'm really high on Minnesota this year with all those weapons and with Mike Zimmer being gone. But I had to go under on Tennessee, man. The win total is nine and a half. I love Derrick Henry. I'm not sold on Ryan Tannehill. When he has the right pieces, I am. I love Matt uh, Mike Vrabel. Matt Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Um, but I, I just don't see them winning 10 games, man. I think that division's going to be a little bit better. But uh, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Because I know you said they maybe make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. Would you go over or under with them this year to win double yeah, digits? Look, it's tough. Like, I, I don't disagree with you, man. Um, look, they, they had a lot of injuries last year, and they overcame them. Yeah. But they the last two years, like, they've had – seemingly every ball bounced their way, right? And, like, it usually doesn't happen two years in a row. It definitely doesn't happen three years in a row, right? And I think this thing can go south in a hurry. The offensive line is not that good. Derrick Henry's coming off an injury. And even still, like, he could have a great year, but there's no backup behind him. Like, you're going to run the guy into the ground, and then people are going to figure it out. Like, they're going to say, all right, man, let's just stop this dude, right? And it's kind of the Marcus Mariota situation all over again. And I hate to say that because Marcus is awesome, but, dude, like, that's what happened, man. And, and Tannehill, we'll see, man. Uh, I'll say this. I, and I mean this. This is no hyperbole, nothing. Derrick Henry considered. A.J. Brown was the best player on that team, and they got rid of him. And that is going to hurt. That dude had 24 touchdowns in three seasons. Like, that is going to hurt this team. People forget. A.J. Brown was the reason that that team went on that run at the end of the season. He, that is a massive loss for them. You you mentioned, uh, Alan, Marcus Mariota kind of being the victim of some circumstantial things going on in Tennessee. What do you think his upside is now that he's getting a chance to start again? Yeah, so his upside is going to be, one, he's a phenomenal human being. He's a great locker room guy, and he's got a coach in Arthur Smith that he's comfortable with, that he knows that he's been around in Tennessee for a long time. He knows the offense, and he will not make mistakes. The tough part is this, is just keeping him healthy. That's the most difficult part. If you can keep Marcus healthy, 
The man can go. He can run. He can throw. He can do it. But the problem is when pockets collapse, man, like he gets hit and it, it, it can go lights out in a hurry. So they have to protect him. I don't know if they have the talent pieces or the offensive line to do it. They got a couple. Um, but I don't like. I don't. Marcus can do a lot of things in Arthur Smith's offense that will wow some people. I just don't know if it's going to last for 17 games. Mm. Yeah, well, and I think that uh, Jameis Winston's going to have a big year, and I think the Saints are going to win yeah. double-digit games. I don't know if they're winning that division. There's a reason Tampa Bay's minus 300. But just your thoughts on them, maybe a sleeper team in the division. I don't really believe in Carolina because, well, Baker, Darnold, you know. Uh, so w- what would you do there, and how? what are your thoughts on Jameis and the Saints this year? Yeah, so first, like, the ironic part about Carolina is that now with Baker Mayfield – like, the perfect OC for him was Joe Brady that they yeah. hired, right? Like, yeah. that would have been a phenomenal coupling. Um, I don't believe in them. There's just not enough talent pieces there. Let me say this. I don't believe in Tampa. I think Tampa collapses. This year. I'm going to say it right now. I do not think that they're going to be that good. I think Brady's got one foot out the door. And I, I just – after losing Ryan Jensen, I'm out. Uh, he was a massive, massive piece. Um, but, yeah, like, I like Jameis Winston. I agree. I like him. If you can calm him down and just cut some of the turnovers, like that dude can go out and torch you at any moment. He has a cannon for an arm, and he's a big dude, right? But you just got to use him correctly. So I don't disagree. He's got weapons freaking everywhere on that team, too. We'll see how the new coaching staff does. But, yeah, man, like I don't disagree. Like Winston can light people up. Definitely can do that. I'm curious. We're talking about uh, Ryan's team a little bit in the Green Bay Packers. Um, you look at Aaron Rodgers' touchdown prop, which is 31 and a half, which is, you know, I don't think he's done that since 2019, going under that. He's had 48 and 37, loses Devontae Adams, doesn't have necessarily a, a big body to throw to besides uh, Bob Tunyon. What would you do with that number? Because now he's going on to these podcasts and he's doing DMT, uh, saying he feels better than he's ever felt. I mean, that's an yeah. interesting number when you look at that. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I think it's like set, like the market has set that correctly, right? Now, here's what you're going to do. Like, you're either going to play that and like the over for Aaron, or you're going Aaron Jones, like all the way through, right? Because it's going to be one or the other. That being said, like, Aaron Rodgers is probably the only quarterback that, like, I approve of him using TMT because like, yeah. I think like mm-hmm. he's that kind of dude. Exactly. Like for real. Like, he's wound yeah, so like, tight he needs it. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Like I, I like I think like Ryan Tannehill would be just be like he'd take his jersey off, right? Like you don't know what he's gonna do. But yeah, like I, I don't disagree with it. The, the, the tough part is this. Like you look at the Packers, they're uh, Aaron and Matt LaFour are undefeated in games uh when Devontae Adams didn't play. I think they're eight 0 yeah. Like they, they they can play. However that is a big loss. Like, that's going to catch up with you at some point, right? So, I think I would go under because I see them being a team that uses uh, Aaron Jones in the running game, whether it be in short passing as well. I think they're going to use that a lot. So, yeah, like, I, I would I would go to the under, but then again, like, Aaron Rodgers is, like, he's NASA, dude. Like, that guy could go off at any moment and it doesn't stop. Alan, we only got 60 seconds. Really quickly yeah. here, Tennessee's win total. I'm talking about the Vowels. I kind of want to take the over. It's seven and a half, and it's a decent price. I like Hendon Hooker. Yeah. I like Cedric Tillman. Are they winning eight games this year? Bama, obviously, Bama's going to be tough, but I think they're going to keep it close. Your thoughts on yeah. them? Yeah, they, they will, and I'll tell you why. There's five swing games. All right, Pitt, 
LSU, Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Georgia, Alabama losses. That's 10 wins, right? They're better than LSU. They're better than Florida. They're better than Pitt, right? Like, they could lose two of those, and you still get to eight games. Yes. Take Tennessee over seven and a half. I love it. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy your weekend. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Alan. It's our guy right there, Alan Bell from Sportsline, joining us on the Roman Guest Hotline, and you could – Catch him, Sportsline, great program. Jonathan Coachman, the coach from the WWF, fought The Undertaker one time. He hosts it. People He's forget. Great. Hashtag Ryan, people forget. I'm, I'm deep forgets. into the I'm deep into the like the props right now. Oh my goodness, I haven't looked at them all. We're looking at Tony Pollard over rushing yards. What are Clyde the, Edwards Hilaire? What are the yards for Tony Pollard? If you don't mind me asking, yeah, six twenty four and a half. I would love to play that over. He should go over that by like week thirteen. The problem is the big oaf that's coaching that team. Might Mer- just... Mer- Mer- oh, I'm a hard, successful football coach. Hey, a little less time getting deep tissue massages. There's great... more time. Great props in here. I can't wait for us to dig into it some other time. We can ask some of our guests about it moving forward because there are so many that I'm very intrigued by. If you just feel like just like belting one out, even when we're talking Tua, which is coming up here in about, I don't know, whenever we go to break. Meet me at the uh, London. Just, just throw it at 749 me. 749 and just, a half. Just, if you find Drake anything London. good, just throw it out there. Drake London, 749 and a half. Under... 